All right, guys, y'all show some love to the sponsors of the Straight Out of Prison podcast. Our friend Keely Brown runs her family-owned HVAC Home and Commercial Services. Is your system ready for the summer? Schedule a system checkup or reprogram your thermostat. They offer residential and commercial, at home or at work. They really do what they say, and they say what they do. Our family serving your family has been their core value since day one. Their founder and owner, Mr. Robert Holland, made sure the foundation of Home and Commercial Services was and is integrity. Now, remember, Haley, we, we catered an event last December where he was a part of the group that we were feeding. But it was interesting to learn that when he was a young man, when he first started in the HVAC business, Mr. Holland actually got in trouble with, for not adding new parts that the people didn't need. And they were like, why didn't you sell the parts? And he was like, because I could fix them. And they were like, no, no, you're... you're you're doing it wrong. Like you just got to put new parts. And he was like, but they didn't need new parts. And it bugged him so much that he went out and started his own business. And that's the foundation of home and commercial services. And we can attest to that personally. I mean, they've done so much stuff for us. It's crazy. I love that story. And I think it speaks to obviously his integrity and what he's built his business on that integrity. Right now, the most economical service they offer is their annual residential service agreement. For $150, you'll get two annual checkups, and that's for one system. If if it's an additional system, it's 25% off. Anyways, the annual contract includes priority service, normal rates for after-hour service, 10% discount on any repairs, and a 5% discount on any new installations. It's a good deal especially with the heat of the summer coming. Home and Commercial Services works on all name brands of heating and air conditioning units, gas furnaces, heat pumps, walk-in coolers, and smart thermostats. No job is too big or too small. Call or text Keely at 205-798-0635. Or you can email at office at Holland hcs.com you can look up holland home and commercial services on instagram for daily tips and more or you can check out their website hollandhcs.com we have some amazing friends and supporters of the podcast Lynn and Debbie Hurst, who own Hurst Towing and Recovery in Fultondale and Hayden, Alabama. They serve the Jefferson, Blunt, and surrounding counties. They tow light and heavy-duty vehicles, and they're always there to help. We wouldn't call anybody else. We would never call anybody else, and that's a fact. Would you like to work for an amazing company that treats their employees like family? The Hearst are hiring. Full and part-time positions. Give them a call today. Hearst Towing is there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They've been in our area since January of 1987. They have a heart to serve and they love making an impact in the communities they grew up in. The Hearst definitely make a difference in our world. And they have definitely made a difference in our lives. Dispatchers are always ready to receive calls at 205-631-8697. That is 205-631-TOWS, T-O-W-S. <laughs> you, get, you get me every time I, with the toes. <laughs> <laughs> or check out their website at hearsttowing.com. Now, y'all know James from the podcast, but he also is an amazing cook and private chef. I can attest to that personally. I've had many years of experience in food, just working in, managing, and even owning a couple restaurants. One of his greatest passions is preparing delicious food. You know, if somebody's going through something or through a hard time and you don't know what to do, you can always cook for them. Or you can always call me and I'll cook for them. It's, it really, it's a it's a great way to love people. That journey started early in his beloved granny's kitchen. She was the one that, you know, was always cooking breakfast, lunch, and dinner. She was a Southern belle. She made everything taste good, and I didn't always, sorry, Mom, get that at home. <laughs> but uh, granny taught me how to cook, and 
I've never looked back from that. James is a Fox 6 Good Day Alabama monthly contributor. It's one of the honors of my life. I love cooking on TV. I love hearing the feedback. I love going in there and having people email me and ask questions. It's just, it's fun. And his peanut butter cobbler recipe was featured on the Food Network show Carnival Eats. That was kind of a big deal. I mean, it was... uh, I don't like I got paid for it, but it was a lot of exposure and it was really fun. Head over to ChefJamesKJones.com to join our email list. Once you do that, you can stay updated on everything that we're doing. CrossFit Mophobia is owned and operated by Hayden Setzer. Hayden has a degree in exercise science and wellness with a minor in coaching. She is CrossFit Level 2 certified and Precision Nutrition Certified. CrossFit Mophobia is located at 222 Decatur Highway in Gardendale, Alabama. Email CrossFitMophobiaInfo at gmail.com or call or text 256-303-1873. Or you can look up everything she does on Facebook and Instagram. CrossFit Mophobia. Hey guys, Team Jones here. We're excited about the fun new things we're doing this fall. Our part of the Straight Out of Prison podcast is wrapped up, but we're using this platform to tell other people's straight out of prison stories. Season 8 is about Joseph. My all-time favorite straight out of prison story. Our YouTube channel has added the first three seasons of the Straight Out of Prison podcast. And even if you've listened to all of them, check out the video format to see behind the scenes, pictures, and a whole lot more. And while you're there, please hit the subscribe button. It's 100% free. It won't cost you anything, but it will help us reach our goals to reach a larger audience. Hit that subscribe button and you'll never miss a recipe or a podcast. On the cooking front, head over to ChefJamesKJones.com to check out what we are doing this fall as far as food goes. We'll also put all that in the show notes. Please support our sponsors. They help us provide this platform for free. And remember, you can hear their personal stories on our For Real Real platform. Thank you for your support and thanks for being a part of our story. Real talk from a real married couple about real life. From fights and arguments, raising kids, finances, dieting, get in my belly, religion. If it really happens in the real world, you'll really hear it right here. It's not the highlight reel. It's the for real real with your hosts who are keeping it real every day, James and Haley Jones. Well, hey guys, thanks for tuning in to the for real real. My name is James K. Jones, and this is what is really happening this week. And this is Haley Jones, and like he said, this is not the highlight reel. Actually, he didn't say that, but I just said that. I didn't say that. This is the for real real, <laughs> and we're going to be talking about things that are not on a highlight reel. And, and for me, what? And you're not going to mock me? Usually you mock me. No, I didn't think about that. Oh, wow. We're taking a turn for the better. You weren't really mockable today. (laughs) Okay. Um, But it's getting easier and easier to talk about things that are not on a highlight reel because literally nothing is on my highlight reel. (laughs) (laughs) Mine either. (laughs) We've talked about someone doing our social media and she does, and I haven't even had time to feed. So I like feed her the content. This is how this works, people, in case you ever wondered. I feed her content for James and for myself and for the media. And I just have not been on top of feeding her content because we've been so busy and I don't really post myself personally. So there's not much going on on our highlight reel. (laughs) So, so, is, so it just says your story, plus is, 
had one. <laughs> so I'm trying to get on top of it, but this is just a really busy season. Not to sound like a what do you call it? Broken record. A broken record, yes. Um, but I guess we're going to be talking about things that are not on your highlight reel, not your, but anyone else's highlight reel either. Can we just move on, just do this for real, real? <laughs> let's stop talking about yes. what we're not going to do. Yeah. Start talking about what we're going to do. <laughs> no, let's stop talking about what we're going to do and just do it. <laughs> you literally just spent one minute and 38 seconds talking about some highlight reel that doesn't exist. Well, you were looking at me like it was just like you wanted me to keep on going, so I just kept on going. I was just trying to be a dutiful husband oh. and do everything I could to support you wow. and love you and basically what the Bible says husbands are supposed to do die you just gotta die <laughs> can you do a little more of that please <laughs> not just on the for real real well, it's kind of like breakfast like who contributes more to breakfast the chicken or the pig uh, think I have about no idea. it so you gotta the eggs and the bacon I get that part of it okay who contributes more the chicken or the pig I don't know. I don't like these riddles. Or it's not a riddle. It's not a question. Okay, well, you answer the question because I don't know. Chicken just had to lay some eggs. That's what the ladies have to do. Just, you know, respect your husband. But to get that bacon on that plate of the ham, that pig had to die. He had to die. So that's what we have to do. We just got to die to self. Well, how's that going for you? <laughs> I die and then I come back to life a lot. <laughs> Got that resurrection you have, power. You do have that resurrection power. <laughs> uh, now we're getting the real, real up in here. Wait, I'm resurrected. Never mind. No, I'm not wrong. <laughs> I was right. Okay, so last week we talked about several things that were kind of like our live recording. Yes. Like the election. Uh, was there anything else? I can't remember. So, the election, we can start with that, since that's what you're most passionate about. You don't want to talk about the dog? I don't really want to talk about the election. Oh, the dog. <laughs> You've been giving doggy updates. Have I? Last month or so. Well, we just got a dog. It was just, we got it. Has the boy, no, when was the boy's birthday party? November the 3rd, 4th. Was that last Friday? Two Fridays ago. Two Fridays ago. Yes, we have a dog. But then you talked about it for three weeks leading up to it. She's still my dog. She is. That's Haley's dog right there. And, but she doesn't have to be. I don't want her to be on my dog. <laughs> but I think, oh, I've said this last week. Deep down, I think you just want me to do all the work. And so, therefore, she becomes my dog. Mm, so. I do a lot of work. But honestly, truth be told, I wish she was more playful with the kids. She'll get there. She's. I hope so. She'll get there. I mean, I don't know about dogs. I don't know about the acclimation period or whatever. Well, she's adjusting to a new home. She came yeah. from a home. Where there were 50 dogs. Yeah. So kids wasn't really the thing. And Judah in particular, who is, <laughs> I understand Annie and the fact that he can be highly annoying. He focuses yeah. on her face. And he's already got bit. He, yes, he's gotten bit one time, which. From a dog that don't I know even there's bite. there's a lot of opinions about that. <laughs> well, apparently she does. So no, I any, hope that he learned his lesson. Anything will bite if you push it to its limit. Yeah. That's not a biting dog. I hope that he learned his lesson. But they, all the kids do this, actually. They gravitate towards her face. And I've tried to tell them, like, how would you like it if someone was just, like, up in your face all the time? Like, that would be annoying to me. I think that would be annoying to anyone. So I'm trying to just, like, you know, rub her belly. Like, play with her. Don't just, like, in her face all the time. Or you can rub their head and rub their face. Just yeah. Just don't pull on their face. Right. Cause pain to their face. 
Because that might get you bit. Oh, goodness. <laughs> but she definitely minds me. I don't have to take her out with a leash or anything. She does whatever I say, which is how I like it. <laughs> yeah. I think you deep down you want a husband like that, too. No, I don't. I would have married one if I didn't want one of those. There's plenty of those out there, I can tell you. Yes, dear. What else can I do to please you? <laughs> we'll stop there. We won't fight on here this time because we don't want to make it. We don't want it too real today because we need to get work done. Yeah, ain't nothing to fight about anyways. <laughs> I was just making an observation of oh, things. Goodness. Can y'all tell James's energy is just super vibrant today? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hey, I need to, well, I mean, there's a lot going on. Okay, so let's do a very quick recap, um, by we, I mean you, of the election. It did not go how you thought it was going to go. No, not at all. It was, uh, it's actually kind of sad to think that we're in the the state that we're in and that they didn't lose, the, the Democrats didn't lose more badly than they did. I mean, historically, usually the first midterm of any president, they lose a lot. And they had a pretty good night. Republicans had a pretty good night, too. It looks like they took over the House. And if you just, really, if you just looked at the state of Florida, I mean, Ron DeSantis and Marco Rubio, they kicking ass, taking names like they won a landslide. So that's good news. Um, the rest of the world, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> like in Pennsylvania, the guy that they elected to be their senator, I can't even... He don't even look like he's ever taken a shower. Like he's out there giving his acceptance <laughs> speech. In oh, a I know the guy you're talking about. No, but it, and it's not that he had a stroke. That's understandable. Those kind of things. It's just like it, it scares me where our, our politics have gotten to. We just we do we tow the party line. So it doesn't really matter who gets elected as long as they have a certain amount in the R column and a certain amount in the D column. And it shouldn't be like that. That's not how the Constitution was made. That's not how it has been. But we've slowly gotten to that place really over the last 20 plus years. I mean, I think it started when Clinton was president with the right wing radio, you know, the attacks and all that stuff. And then of course they're going to lash back. And it's just ever since then, somebody's got to one up somebody. Mm -hmm. And um, it was very discouraging, but you know what? I belong to Jesus. He's my King. I love my country. I hope, I hope there's not uh, irreparable harm, (laughs) you know, just like just the direction we're going in. I hope we don't keep going this direction. I hope. Yeah. Somebody comes along and gets it right. We'll pause again for Haley to uh, disarm her alerts on her phone. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Herschel Walker, he was running for something. He lost. (laughs) He was running for president. No, he wasn't. Vice president. No, he was not. He was running for senator in uh, Georgia. Yeah. Yeah, what about him? And he lost, right? He He did not lose. Oh, he won? They went to a runoff. Oh, I didn't know that. In the state of Georgia, you have to get 50, over 50% of the election to win an election. They were both 49 points on another. Holy cow. So they've got another election coming up in December, but it doesn't matter for the Republicans because they lost uh, Arizona, Pennsylvania, and Nevada. So Democrats already got that unlocked. Yeah. With Camellia, Camellia, whatever her name is. Right. So. But for Georgians, it matters, right? I mean... I guess. I'm going to need some more energy from you right now because you are like sucking energy from the room. I'm not. I'm, ti- I'm tired and I'm, I've got a task ahead of me this week, a very daunting week, and my mind is on all the things I got to do. So, okay, start over, reset. What? Ask me about Georgia again. I said, but it does matter for Georgians. I hope so. It doesn't seem like we have the traditional Georgians that we have anymore that I knew all my life because, um, you know, they flipped the whole thing blue. 
in 2020. It looks like they're trying to keep it blue. Yeah. So good for y'all. I ain't coming back up. I'm not going there for Thanksgiving. I'm staying in Alabama. But you always say that you're independent. <laughs> I am independent. So you talk a lot about red and blue. Well, that's where we are in our country right yeah. now. Yeah. I mean, I know you are. There's the two parties, but it's the independence that vote. Okay, so biggest... You don't have to be Republican or Democrat to vote. You have to be an American to vote. Right. So biggest surprise... Thank you for that little voting lesson. No, I'm, that's <laughs> how you can be an independent and be neither Republican nor Democrat, but, you know, want things to go a certain way. Yeah. Before 2020, and Donald Trump really will give him most of the credit, Georgia was a, a red state, conservative state in all its politics, and now it's not. Mm -hmm. So, but guess what? Florida is again. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so tell me what was your biggest surprise coming from the election night or what you you were most surprised by? I was surprised that the the status quo in you know the democratic leadership held mm -hmm. that it didn't get defeated like it should have or you would think it would have. And it's not just Democrat, you know, Republicans when they have the White House or whatever, usually the first midterm they lose. It's just it's just how we do. Americans seem to like divided government. Yeah. Keeps other people accountable. Mm -hmm. um, biggest surprise. Yeah, that'd be the biggest surprise. I yeah. still can't believe it. It's crazy. Well, I, I know the biggest highlight, which I was excited about, that the our boy who we talked about last week, J.D. Vance in Ohio, J.D. Vance in Ohio won. He won. He won pretty, with a, about a five-point margin. Yeah. Which was nice. So it's kind of neat. I'm happy that he won. I was sad that our uh, Jared Hudson, the guy running for sheriff in Jefferson County, yeah. He lost. I mean, he didn't lose bigly. He lost by... Bigly? <laughs> I think he had like 48, 49%. The other guy had 51, 52. Yeah. So, he... Uh, Which is, I mean, to me, from everything you told me in the past, like, that's a big deal for him to even get that much of the vote, because... Yeah, it was a long shot for him. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, pretty good. Yeah, but he's a good guy. I think he would have made a great sheriff. And, uh, made How often do they vote for sheriff? Every four years. Okay. So... Cool. It might be just setting himself up to win next time. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else you would like to mention before we move on? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Okay. One, I did, I did, I did have one observation, and it is that you know the stuff that happened on January sixth of twenty twenty one, the storm in the Capitol and all that stuff. I have. There's nothing in me that believes that Donald Trump made that happen. He didn't know that was going to happen. Mm -hmm. He knew people were mad. He knew people were protesting and all that stuff. He liked that. He's a narcissist. He likes people to be all about him. I don't, he didn't know that was going to happen. He didn't make it happen and it happened. But I think that that has scared so many people, including myself, because yeah. when I saw that happening on the TV, I was like, hold up. I don't like Nancy Pelosi. I don't like any of her policies, but nobody needs to be busting into her office and sitting on her desk. I mean, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. It's well, very disrespectful of. Well, it's not just disrespect, but it's lawlessness. Like, yeah. we have that. We might as well all be living at, at Donaldson right. Correctional Facility, you know, every man for himself. But I wonder in other states, because, I mean, people around us here, we live in a pretty conservative area of the world. Um, there ain't many people that believe that there was, like, a plot by Trump to overthrow the government or to stop the election or anything. It's just, it was protesting. You know, it was okay in the summer of 2020 for people to peacefully protest and then burn down whole cities and have reporters stand up and, with fires going on behind them saying it was a mostly peaceful protest. Mm -hmm. That was okay, according to the media and the people that spin these stories. Um, but it just makes me wonder, people have to be worried about that stuff yeah. for them to keep voting for the status quo. So in other parts of the country that like we don't really know, our country's so big and diverse, we don't really have a finger on how people think. They don't necessarily think like us. 
And I think that may have done more damage to the Republican brand than we know. And yeah. they, the, the Democrats hit that hard at the end about democracies on the stake and all stuff. And I think actually on this podcast, that's what got criticized that and saying, you know, that's so stupid. They're so stupid. But it looks like it worked for them. Yeah. So maybe it's time to uh, restore some trust. Mm-hmm. That's good. So we'll see what happens. And then yeah. apparently Donald Trump is going to be announcing he's running for president again. Tomorrow. Not for sure. He's announcing something tomorrow. That has been on the news a lot. I hope he announces that he's going to retire and go sit down somewhere because he did not have a good night. He's Almost. not going to announce that he's going to retire. That's for sure. I well, mean, he's got first. He's got to win the primary, and then he's got to win the general election. He could possibly win the primary. I don't believe he will ever win another general election in the United States of America because he's not going to have anybody break for him. What if he's going to announce that his daughter is running for president? Then I would uh, ask how I could get on board to help. <laughs> you would. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Well, not just her. I really like her husband, yeah, Jared Kushner. I th- and he was a lot of the good stuff that got done in the Trump administration. Mm-hmm. He was the one getting it done. Yeah. And um, I really like them. Yeah. Now, his other son, the junior and the blondie, I don't care for them. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care for them. But yeah. I, Ivan- Ivanka and uh, Jared, they're good people. They're solid. Yeah. <laughs> And it's not just them, it was people... We just the... had dinner with them last week. Solid <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you're making me talk too much. But no, I really like them. But yeah. I think the future of the Republican Party is Ron DeSantis. Mm. And I hope Marco Rubio. You know, I still got my 2016 Marco Rubio t-shirt, and I hope to wear it again one day. <laughs> I was still yeah. for Rubio in 2016. Yeah, you, you like him. You're a fan. I love him. All right, so switching gears a little bit. But one more politics thing. Okay. I was on the guy that won the Maryland governor's race. Yeah, I saw him being interviewed yesterday whenever it was we were watching him. I liked him yeah. a lot. Now, he's a Democrat, mm-hmm. left-leaning, but he talks with some really good sense. He actually, for me, him being African-American, the way that he talked, he didn't try to act like he wasn't black, but he talked with some very good sense, and um, he made me cry listening to his story. He's a good-looking man, too. I wasn't doing all that. That's not what I'm talking about. No, I mean, I feel like all of that kind of matters. And pl- I mean, not fully, but somewhat plays into it, like the charisma and the... Well, he was talking with common sense and making sense. Uh, he was, and he has his story, seems like you said. Yeah, it sounds like It's very <laughs> touching. Yeah. You know, the first time I got my handcuffs put on me, I was 11 years old. Yeah, yeah. If you had told that 11-year-old boy he was going to be governor of Maryland... I wouldn't have believed you. Yeah. <laughs> so um, he's somebody to watch, I think, for the mm-hmm. future. He look, like It's time to get over these old men. I don't know what's happened to us. Like right. Joe Biden, Donald Trump. I agree with that. Like, let's let all the old people go rest. Yeah. Let's get, <laughs> let's make things happen again in this country. I mean, yeah. we can give, we can go to them for, for consults and be like, hey, Donald Trump, what do you think we should do about this? And, you know, how'd you get that? Make that happen. Or, hey, Joe Biden, I know you don't remember, but we're going to ask you anyways. So, what do you think of this? This is not politics, but I'm switching gears a little bit. That's fine. What do you think of, or have you read anything of the new interim Auburn coach? His name is Cadillac, which is a very <laughs> cool name. Cadillac something. I can't remember. It starts with an M. Cadillac Brome? Uh, 
<laughs> but, okay, and we, you and I have not talked about this at all because I keep forgetting to bring it up. But his first week as interim head coach, which was not this past Saturday, but the Saturday before, yeah. they lost. And then somehow I heard, you know how I don't read the whole article or whatever. I just yeah. like breezed over it. But they lost, but then he did some kind of thing after and like seven guys got saved. Really? Yes. And it was like this big deal. Like he understood, like he didn't even mean it to happen, but it like came out like he did a team meeting. It's like, listen, we're going to do. And somehow it turned into this like seven guys got saved. Gosh, where'd he come from? Church of the Highlands? No, I think he came from there <laughs> somewhere. And then I, I don't know the full story. Maybe maybe you could read the okay. next time. Time anyway, out. Well, Let me just make a disclaimer. Yeah. I don't know about them hiring a new head coach. No, he's an interim because they fired the old one. That he's not like a permanent. Oh, he's like an. Interim. So he's from Auburn. Yeah. Oh, well, I'll look into that. They keep that calling good. him an interim. I know they. I know they hired a new athletic director, but that is not the coach. He hires the coach. Right. Right. Yeah. This is guy is just stepping in because they fired the old one or something. Wow. And then this week, I look into that. He won. They won. So yeah. it was like his first win as an interim coach. Who were they playing? And they, um, Texas A and M, maybe. Oh, it's easy to beat Jumbo. Jumbo Fisher. <laughs> Something. Anyway, it was a big deal because he, but Mike Holmes is a friend of ours. Yeah. So before they won this Saturday, last Saturday when they lost, yeah. Mike Holmes, I think this is why, why I started reading it. He wrote something on his Facebook, something like, I, even though we lost, mm-hmm. I had more fun watching this, watching Auburn play than I've had in a long time. Because he, like, brought all this energy, I guess. I thought that about the Alabama game with Alabama and LSU. Yeah. Was, I mean, LSU... Won the game. They won. They outplayed Alabama, especially to yeah. the end. But it was one of the best games I've ever watched. It yeah. was a great game. Well, and then, like, I, I didn't like the outcome. I was, saw an article today. It was like on the Alabama or something that said, How many coaches do you see can keep up with the running back? And he was like running down the field as the guy was running in for a touchdown, the Cadillac guy was. Anyway, it was, he just seems like a really neat guy and it is definitely like sparks of energy. And that's cool. I don't know. Whatever, about yeah. him. I'll look it up though. I mean, so yeah, I think you would probably enjoy reading about him. Probably fact check you too while I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do know one thing. There's a different energy at the University of Auburn than probably ever has been before or from what you hear at Alabama or UAB. Um, I'm on a, a board at UAB with a bunch of doctors and you know, it's a research board. Mm-hmm. I'm not the smart one. I'm the one that represents prisoners. <laughs> you shouldn't say that. You are a smart one. No, I mean, I'm not. You're a different kind of smart. Okay, but on those boards, people come on. They say, I did my studies in Zambia, and I went to Sweden, and then over to, and I always have to say, I'm from Phoenix City, and I have a GED. I got in prison. You say, I'm prison smart. <laughs> I'm PS no, up in that. here. <laughs> I just say I'm a community representative. I represent the prison population. That mm-hmm. way, move on. But uh, there's a lady who is a, a big-time doctor. Her do- daughter is at Auburn. And she said, don't you go to Church of the Highlands? And I said, yes, ma'am. And because those places in academia, you don't want to talk about Jesus because they don't want me. <laughs> they start coming up with stuff. He's like, what? I don't. That's not what I was talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, so it's better just to be who you are and not try to you know carry on because they don't really necessarily – so she asked if you're going to the Highlands. So I was bracing for what was coming next. I thought it was going to be some scandal or something about something because, you know, how that stuff goes. Um, but she said, I was with my daughter. She just started Auburn. And I went to see her and spent the day. And in the evening, there were these little groups, these little pockets of kids all over. Pockets of kids. <laughs> all over. They were just everywhere. And they were, you know, four or five, four or five. 
And I said, sweetie, uh, what are, are those kids smoking weed? Because <laughs> she said she couldn't get her mind around what they would be doing. And her daughter looked at her and said, no, mom, they're having Bible studies. And she was like, I was just blown away and floored. But she gave credit for that to the Highlands campus that's at Auburn. Wow, that's cool. So, um I don't know. I thought that was neat. That is neat. So maybe it is. Maybe they are catching on. Yeah. <laughs> maybe Cadillac rising on the yeah down there. Um, but uh, anyways, road tide uh, <laughs> down in Alabama where they love Nick Saban. <laughs> oh gosh. Anyway. Yeah. Um. All well, right. As my friend Robert says, row tide. Row tide. <laughs> All right. We'll do a gear switch on that one yeah. and go towards our live recording. Wait, one was... more thing about politics. Okay. I thought this was funny. <laughs> Sorry, so... reverse. <laughs> no, but you were watching me as the election returns were coming in. Mm-hmm. Some of them didn't come in until yesterday mm-hmm. <laughs> from Tuesday. Um, but when they pulled Alabama up, it was like, okay. The polls is closed. Two minutes. It took two minutes for them to call every race in Alabama, and it said zero percent reporting. And you were like, "How can they? How can yeah, they? How say can that? they call it when zero percent has reported?" Because they they have their polls and stuff that they do, and they were right. It was a very accurate uh, yeah calling. Well, and Mimo Ivy is Mimo Ivy and Katie Britt. Britt. Yeah. Katie Britt. Yeah. I listened to her acceptance speech and then, like, kind of, like, you know, read a little bit about her. Did you watch it or listen to it? I, li- well, I watched it and listened to it, actually. Did you see that her husband was, like, 40 feet tall? Yeah, you know, he played <laughs> professional football. <laughs> no, I just, they don't look like they match. Like, I know. She was at his kneecaps, and he was talking, he was, like, patting her But I head. thought it was neat, like, because yes, dear. she's obviously has some get-up-and-go to her, and as a leader, obviously. Well, she was Richard Shelby's chief of staff, so she's already... To get that job, you got to be a mover and a shaker and a. But what I was gonna say is that during her speech, she was just like, you know, thanking her husband first, and she's like, as the leader of our family. Yeah. And I like appreciated that, especially for someone who's obviously a strong leading woman and won this election. Going to be. Yeah. She just seems to be very grounded and level-headed. I like her, but I've said this about Alabama before, and I piss people off when I say this. The GOP, the Republicans, have the state of Alabama on lock. It don't matter your little campaign you want to run. It don't matter. It's whoever they choose to be governor or senator or in a lot of the representatives, that's what's going to happen. It's just I've only seen it not go that way one time. Maybe that's what Georgia said, too, though, before. I mean... They were on lock, and then it gradually shifted. Georgia was just predominantly conservative, Alabama, I think, is even a little corrupt. Well, bigger than Alabama, you yeah. know, she's the very first female senator. No, she's not. Or governor, whatever she won. She's not. We've already got, like... She's the first something. She's the first female senator from Alabama. She's not the first female senator. Maybe that's it, yeah. We already got, like... From Alabama, yeah. which is a big deal. I mean, yeah. Alabama can be it kind of stuck deal. sometimes, you know what I I'm know, saying? just like eight years ago, they were trying to put Roy Moore up there to be... I don't know who that is, but yeah. <laughs> crazy judge from Gaston that um, was all about God. and Yeah. 
all the right wing stuff. <laughs> he didn't win. All right. Can we wrap this politics up? I'm done. I didn't want to do it to start with. <laughs> yeah, you said one more thing on politics. You did say that. Oh, yeah. I just thought that was funny. How, yeah. How it, it took them all of two minutes to call Alabama everything. Yeah. That is funny. Okay. So. Talk about the live show. Live show was really fun. It was amazing. I can't. You did an incredible job. I did. You set it up. You were nervous. No, like in the recording, actually. Like. Oh, yeah. Well, I was worried I was going to be awkward because the people. Yeah. And um, I actually wasn't. There was a different kind of energy, and I liked it. Yeah, you were great. And even, like, I think the biggest compliment somebody said that was there, actually, Maggie. Shout out, Maggie. Hey, Maggie, PTA like, girl. I think it was Maggie. <laughs> yeah, she said, um, she said, you sounded just like you do, like, when I listen to the podcast, which is a good thing. Is it a good... Why wouldn't I sound the same? Because some... You know, sometimes when you get, like, in front of people... Like, Lula says when I do my videos for social media, she's <laughs> you like, you sassy. just sound sassy. You don't sound yourself. <laughs> you don't and I'm not trying... Voice. I'm not even trying to do that. Like, I I really feel like I'm trying to be normal, but apparently I'm not <laughs> She said, normal. She said you don't use your regular voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't you just use your regular voice? <laughs> which I think, like... I think that we think we do, but yeah. I think sometimes when you get put in another situation, then you really find out if you are or not, you know? <laughs> well, so, I can't... I'm not a performer. I can't... If I try to perform, I don't. It shuts me down. So yeah. if I can be myself, I can do it in front of one or a thousand people. I don't care. Yeah. But if I have to, so when people start coming along and messing with you about, you know, say this, say that, like that, don't do this, don't do that, then I just get kind of stuck. So truth be told is that there were several things that I wanted to say like that to you before, but I knew not to do that. Tonight? Before the live show? Yeah, before the live show. Yeah, you might but have remember, been taking that one by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have been, my name is Haley Jones, and I'm by myself, because James said no. <laughs> uh, no, you want to say no, but I know that it would have put you, like, in a way, and you would have gotten aggravated, so I just kept my mouth shut. So oh, I just wouldn't have did it. You would have done it. I know you... So when we commit to something and Jane, and it's been put out that we're going to do it, burn the ships, baby. We going to do it if James K. I Jones might have is done it, but I would have opened with, Haley wanted me to do all this, and I just want to let y'all know <laughs> that I'm not going to be doing all yeah, of it. Yeah, you would have. That's, I do believe that. But you would have not done it. Uh, <laughs> I would have threatened not to do it. Um, <laughs> you threatened not to do a lot of things. <laughs> Some stuff I don't do. I call them empty threats. On the... <laughs> When you get aggravated. I don't know if they're empty. I can make them land if I need to. And they start making a few land? No, you don't. <laughs> I'm just playing. You definitely don't. I'm just playing. All right. But it was really fun. Thank you, everybody who came and the sponsors who gave now, away things. We put that on the, the actual audio. We put it up unedited. I started to edit it, but then it was like, well, they watch the YouTube. They're going to see the unedited. Yeah. And it's also up on our YouTube channel. You can watch it. But it was my first YouTube live, so don't judge too critically. I started it 30 minutes early. So if you go watch it, just fast forward 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know what I didn't know, but now I know. Yeah, which is one big fat learning curve. What do they say? The more you know. Yeah. <laughs> but the best way to learn something is to do it. Mm-hmm. So there we go. But yes, it was a lot of fun. And... And... And they actually even, like, put out there, like, if you want to do it again, we'd love to have you back. I think I would love to do it again. It was, I would uh, love to do it either there or maybe find a different venue that you could maybe have a little vino, little vino. What is a vino? 
Wine, baby. It's oh. wine. Why don't you just say wine? <laughs> it's a fun way to say wine. Is Vino? Vino is Italian. Okay. You ain't Italian. You can tell what kind of mood he's in right now. <laughs> I was just trying to have a little fun banter. like. I can have fun. I can be fun. And I definitely have some ideas for venues that I'm not going to share yet because I want to like kind of... Yeah. We'll, we'll come back out, in six months, yeah. six months or so. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get through Thanksgiving and no, Christmas. No, not six months. But after the new year, for sure. Okay, four months. Okay, and I will go ahead and tease this, since so many people have asked. What are you teasing? That James is going to be doing another cooking class. Oh, for kids. For kids. Should we just do kids, or should we four do... Four weeks. So, it's not going to be till January, but I've had so many like parents and people ask. So, that's going to be put out there this week, and there definitely will be limited spots, because... You know, we have limited spots, so, but, uh, <laughs> so but, um, that would be a good Christmas gift to give someone. Well, I know, that's what I was thinking, is that, um, it would be a great Christmas gift to give, because, yeah, anyway. Why not come up with, like, a, uh, like, some kind of card or something that you can give people if they go ahead and book it? So I've already get... got that. Oh, excuse yeah, me. I've got that on lot, baby. My Canva.com. Excuse me. already working on it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yes, yeah, so stay tuned for that. That's definitely going right. to be put out there this week. And also, um, we've got the Thanksgiving cooking guide that I put out. It's a digital thing. Yes. And I actually did that last year because Haley and Caitlin came up with all these grand ideas, which are great <laughs> ideas, but they were a little late. Um, I think I got it out last year, two days before Thanksgiving. Yeah, we were a little bit late on it for sure. Yeah, so six, I'm on... I'm going to do one of the recipes on Fox 6 in the morning. Yeah, so let me tell that. you what it is. It's basically a guide of, what, there's 18 recipes, I think? I don't know. It's, it's everything I got. It's everything <laughs> that you would ever want to cook for a Thanksgiving meal. With very dumbed-down, detailed, step-by-step instructions. Yes, it's like step one, two, three. Super easy. Even I could follow it with pictures. Yeah. Kind of like styling ideas. And also, isn't there a little bit of story with each one? Uh... I don't remember. But the best thing about it ago. is that it is like a it's like an e cookbook. It's digital. So as soon as you order it on our website, it's only nine ninety nine. It automatically goes to your inbox like a digital download of this Thanksgiving meal guide That's with nice. pictures and all that. So yeah, it's immediate, it's fast. So if you're wanting to be cooking your own stuff or cook some of James's recipes, um, that is actually available right now on store products on our website, but we'll be talking about on Fox six by we, I mean, he Fox six tomorrow and morning. Put it on the, we'll put a link. We'll put links out there. Yeah. Links for days. But those are out of any food that I've ever done. The Thanksgiving food is always the one that I sell the most of that people are the most excited about and always confuses me. Cause it's like, it's not hard to make dressing. Like maybe you don't have a good recipe for it mm -hmm. but my i got a good recipe and i shared all my yeah hacks he does it's very good so get you some all right guys and except if you were wanting to make stuffing then you ain't gonna find that on mine because <laughs> that's what they do way up yonder and in sweden <laughs> way up yonder <laughs> more about that next week okay <laughs> all right well anything else that's it, I think. Well, thanks, guys. We, uh, For those of you that came out for the live show, we really appreciated that. I was, uh, I'm was, i still kind of in shock over how well it went and how much I enjoyed it and how much people enjoyed it. Yeah. I keep getting feedback from people about that, and um, we'll see about doing it again soon. That's awesome. We also had uh, some requests that maybe I should start doing the For Real Real on the YouTube Live. And I said, well, I have to talk to my wife about that. We're sitting right here.
<laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I would love that. But more things to come. All right. We'll see you soon. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Well, hey guys, we hope you enjoy the podcast. Written and produced by the Team Jones Company. Yours truly, James and Haley Jones. If you're interested in advertising with us, head over to teamjones.co. Click the Join Forces button. We've redesigned our media kit with some exciting new details. If you'd like more information about being a sponsor, email Haley at teamjones.co. And for exclusive content, download the Patreon app and look up Team Jones Media. You'll find many levels of subscriptions. All levels have one cool feature. You'll get early access to all of our podcast platforms and they're completely free from ads the best way to support us is by telling your friends and family about the podcast other ways to support us is by liking and sharing the podcast and giving us a review or follow us on social media facebook instagram tiktok youtube and more and that's too much to mention here so we'll put it all in the show notes for you our youtube channel is now streaming the straight out of prison podcast and even if you've listened to every episode check out the video format to see behind the scenes pictures and a whole lot more it really makes us story come to life in a whole new way and while you're there hit the subscribe button please hit that subscribe button it's 100 free won't cost you anything but it will help us reach our goals to reach a larger audience look up chef james k jones on youtube hit the subscribe button so you never miss a recipe or a podcast please support our sponsors they help us provide you this platform for free thank you for your support and thank you for being a part of our story Hey guys, we hope you enjoyed the podcast. Written and produced by the Team Jones Company. Yours truly, James and Haley Jones. If you're interested in advertising with us, head over to teamjones.co and click the Join Forces button. We've redesigned our media kit with some exciting new details. If you'd like more information about being a sponsor, email me, Haley, Haley at teamjones.co. It's not .com. The best way to support us is by telling your friends and family about the podcast. Other ways to support us is by liking and sharing the podcast and giving us a review. Well, as long as you think we did good. (laughs) Or you can follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and more. Thank you, thank you, thank you guys for all your support, all your encouragement, and thank you for being a part of our story. All right, guys, y'all show some love to the sponsors of the Straight Out of Prison podcast. Our friend Keely Brown runs her family-owned HVAC Home and Commercial Services. Is your system ready for the summer? Schedule a system checkup or reprogram your thermostat. They offer residential and commercial, at home or at work. They really do what they say, and they say what they do. Our family serving your family has been their core value since day one. 
Their founder and owner, Mr. Robert Holland, made sure the foundation of home and commercial services was in his integrity. Now, remember, Haley, we, we catered an event last December where he was a part of the group that we were feeding. But it was interesting to learn that when he was a young man, when he first started in the HVAC business, Mr. Holland actually got in trouble with, for not adding new parts that the people didn't need. And they were like, why didn't you sell the parts? And he was like, because I could fix them. And they were like, no, no, you're, you're, you're doing it wrong. Like, you just got to put new parts. And he was like, but they didn't need new parts. And it bugged him so much that he went out and started his own business. And that's the foundation of home and commercial services. And we can attest to that personally. I mean, they've done so much stuff for us. It's crazy. I love that story. And I think it speaks to, obviously, his integrity and what he's built his business on that integrity. Right now, the most economical service they offer is their annual residential service agreement. For $150, you'll get two annual checkups, and that's for one system. If, if it's an additional system, it's 25% off. Anyways, the annual contract includes priority service, normal rates for after-hour service, 10% discount on any repairs, and a 5% discount on any new installations. It's a good deal especially with the heat of the summer coming. Home and Commercial Services works on all name brands of heating and air conditioning units, gas furnaces, heat pumps, walk-in coolers, and smart thermostats. No job is too big or too small. Call or text Keeley at 205-798-0635. Or you can email at office at Holland. HCS.com. You can look up Holland Home and Commercial Services on Instagram for daily tips and more. Or you can check out their website, HollandHCS.com. We have some amazing friends and supporters of the podcast, Lynn and Debbie Hurst, who own Hurst Towing and Recovery in Fultondale and Hayden, Alabama. They serve the Jefferson, Blunt, and surrounding counties. They tow light and heavy-duty vehicles, and they're always there to help. We wouldn't call anybody else. We would never call anybody else, and that's a fact. Would you like to work for an amazing company that treats their employees like family? The Hearst are hiring. Full and part-time positions. Give them a call today. Hearst Towing is there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They've been in our area since January of 1987. They have a heart to serve and they love making an impact in the communities they grew up in. The Hearst definitely make a difference in our world. And they have definitely made a difference in our lives. Dispatchers are always ready to receive calls at 205-631-8697. That is 205-631-TOES. T-O-W-S. <laughs> you, get, you get me every time I, with the toes. <laughs> <laughs> or check out their website at hearsttowing.com. Now, y'all know James from the podcast, but he also is an amazing cook and private chef. I can attest to that personally. I've had many years of experience in food, just working in, managing, and even owning a couple restaurants. One of his greatest passions is preparing delicious food. You know, if somebody's going through something or through a hard time and you don't know what to do, you can always cook for them. Head over to chefjameskjones.com to join our email list. Once you do that, you can stay updated on everything that we're doing. 